Hey nerds, Sean Moriarty here. I hate that we have to keep meeting like this, but we're having some audio issues again. Sarah's track, for some reason, is messed up for the first 45 minutes or so. We're sorry. We're really working on it. Enjoy the podcast. Listening to Nerds on Film with Brian Moriarty, Sarah Ashley, Sean Moriarty, and Roxy Noberry. Oh, it said uh, next movie to feature teenage Peter Parker as superhero. Marvel says yes, indeed. So finally, as we've we actually haven't really talked about that, Spider Man's finally going to be working his way into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, and Civil War. Civil War yes. and Captain America Civil War, which I had a feeling they were going to work him in the whole time. They were just trying to work out the deal with Sony. But uh, because of that, they had to recast the part. Andrew Garfield will no longer be playing Spider-Man. Ugh, they didn't need to do that. I didn't know. I actually thought he was better than Tobey Maguire. But, well, um, definitely. Um, so he'll be taking over that part. And then apparently there have been little – There's there will be Easter eggs that denote that he will be there uh, coming in uh, in the Avengers. So, He's going to be coming in the Avengers? All of them. Well, he's the a Hulk was the one that was the hardest. No. You know, that's what the armor's for. Sarah, you'll the be happy to know. The armor's for pinning him down so you can enter him. Yes. Sarah, you'll be happy to know. I just read this today too. In the early draft of Age of Ultron, the yeah. Carol Danvers Captain Marvel was originally going to be in the script. And she's not anymore. But here's why, though. Yeah. Kevin Feig, who's the you know the the head honcho of Marvel yeah. Studios, said that he wanted her entrance to be more organic and wanted us to know who she was first before she just they just threw her into the Whatever. movie. Whatever. They, I mean, they're I, giving her own fucking I movie, Sarah. they're giving her her own movie. Okay. I know that they're giving her her own movie. I don't see why you can't just tease it a little in the Avengers and then bring her Well, they've, they've teased it to Kree in Guardians of the Galaxy I, and I that's know. close enough. Well, okay, but that's for a lot of people who don't really... I don't know. Point being... I think there's a lot of people who don't realize that she was an Avenger, and she's been an Avenger for a very long time, and they yeah. don't get that. As well, they're, they're yes. doing, they have had so many incarnations of the Avengers that it's not, I don't think it's going to mesh well with the ones that they're taking from in, in the comics right now. Fair enough, fair enough. Either way, I'm extremely happy that she's getting her own yeah. movie. I think she is such an amazing character that I'm really excited. For those who don't know what we're talking about, crash course in the Marvel Comics real quick. Um, so Carol Danvers gets kidnapped by the Kree, given... Uh, through some process, she's given a couple of the Kree's capabilities. She can yeah. fly and she has super strength. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fun fact, that's how Rogue gets her super strength. That's what I was going to get to, yes. Because Rogue has the ability to absorb people's powers, she permanently absorbed Miss Marvel's powers and put her into a coma. Uh, and she was under a coma for a long period of time. Carol Danvers eventually came out of the coma. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was a kind of a, a counterpart to Captain Marvel, yes. who is a Kree, so half so Kree, half human. Yeah, so she was Ms. Marvel. For a period of time, she went under the name Warbird. Right, and then she finally became Captain Marvel she proper. she became Captain Marvel. Yeah. She is the same, in the same line of Captain Marvels as, um, as uh, Marvel, who is yeah. the, the, the Kree captain, the half Kree, half human captain. Yeah. Yeah. And- and it was all, and so hence why she's Captain Marvel now. Hence why there's Ms. Marvel currently, who is um, a Muslim girl, actually, which is really awesome for diversity. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. This is not to be mistaken for the DC version of Captain Marvel because yeah. they they because they actually lost legal battle with DC, or when DC had uh, had acquired that that property. So because of that, Marvel now gets to call their character Captain Marvel in the billing yeah. of the comic book. Mm-hmm. 
DC still can still call their character, you know, the guy with the red shirt and the light, lightning bolt and the white cape, Captain Marvel, but they have to call the comic's title Shazam. Which is, of course, the word that Billy Batson says to become Captain Marvel. Yes, so. Sean. So back to Michael's original uh, reading of that headline. Spider Lad. <laughs> I'm a little over seeing this fucking guy in high school. And uh, maybe it's just because I'm getting older now. Like, I, I really enjoyed the action scenes in the last couple movies. But I was like, I could give a shit about this bullshit fucking high school relationship drama. Like, why can't we have him be more like get to the point where he was in Spider-Man 2. Have him be a little bit older. Have him be in like his mid 20s. I'm going to see him 50 years old. Post- you want to see Spider-Man Returns. Like, the Frank Miller is, like, Spider-Man 65. <laughs> like, post-midlife crisis. He's already hit retirement. He's got a beer belly. He's driving His webs don't shoot as like they used him. to. <laughs> and, and His j- webs don't shoot. He can't get them to come out. No matter how hard Mary Jane tries. You know what I want to see? I, She's I tried see- everything. Role-playing. <laughs> She's tried, you know, like B and D shit. Try putting one, maybe two fingers up, you know, the yeah. you know, one or two up the, the spider, the hole. other web shooter, the one that's below the below the waist. Mm-hmm. You ain't um, gonna find Saddam Hussein in that spider hole. Oh shit! Um, You're gonna find Peter Parker's dookie made up of something that was based on a recipe that Aunt May had at one point. Oh yeah. Geez. And maybe maybe I'm just, just a little, deep, couple man. drops of old symbiote in there too. But anyway, um, so. What I actually would like, I'd love to see is Peter Parker in his late 30s. Here's what I mean. So, Parker's got a rich history. You know, he had some marital troubles with Mary Jane. They eventually separated at one point. Aww. He became a high school chemistry teacher. Like, he had some cool shit go on with him. Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. I want to point out that Brian's version of cool is becoming a high school chemistry teacher. I, I just want to say, like, he grew up. You've okay. seen Peter Parker grow up. Okay. And I just think it's interesting. I would be interesting if they do a grown-up Peter Parker. Okay. One who they maybe they cast a guy who instead of his in his early twenties to play a teenager, they cast a guy in his late thirties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they should also get a little edgier with the content. Like when like uh, Peter Parker, when Peter Parker gets this the black symbiote suit, he's just like immediately better at basketball. <laughs> Sean, no. Uh, there was there was a lot of fanfare too because they were hoping that the new Spider-Man would be Miles Morales, who is the second Spider-Man, the kid who was uh, from yes. who technically, if you're gonna set Spider-Man in Queens, you know most people who live in Queens aren't white boys anymore. It's people who are of mixed ethnic backgrounds. And Miles That's Morales. That's until who, the hipsters take it. It's okay. They're still working on Brooklyn. Yeah, it's it's almost done, Sarah. Um, <laughs> Shit, <laughs> it's like the is, Borg. Hipsters are like the Borg. Complete. Assimilate. Assimilate. is futile. You can resist. Put on the infinity scarf. It's probably not going to go anywhere. Your tattoos are almost complete. We're going to drink some homemade pear cider. So um, I'm drinking. I'm gonna drink mead because pear cider is so mainstream. <laughs> woodchuck makes it, and even though Vermont's pretty cool, like you can get woodchuck at Applebee's now. God damn it. We got derailed here. So what I was saying was that Miles Morales is great because he's half African American, half Latino. So he he speaks more to the ethnic background than is in Queens. Ah uh, yes, the Donald Donald Glover Spider-Man's who we're talking about with the, all the hype that was on the internet. Yeah, which exactly. isn't going to happen, which actually is frustrating because Donald Glover would probably really Because he's got the perfect yeah. mouth for it. He's so sarcastic on stage. He would be perfect. Yeah. 
Indeed. I was about to say, you can't even see Spider-Man's mouth. In other nerd news, Deadpool is being shot right yeah! now. Yes! <laughs> okay. And it's, it's so, so awesome that Ryan... they got Ryan Reynolds to do that. That is so freaking awesome. I have such a man crush on him. And I know Most I'm not going to see him because he's going to be mostly CG, but I could just see that, you know, that digital package right there. I don't care. Yeah, though, most of it is he's actually live action. They just they, they literally have the white eyes built into the suit and they'll just animate the facial expressions. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That test footage alone, the Trevor. part where, like, the, the fucking SUV is, like, going over him in slow motion and he's showing the dude a picture that he drew of him cutting his head off oh, right so before good. he cuts his head it's off. amazing. Trevor, <laughs> there's no way to, easy way to say this. I'm pregnant. <laughs> I love the freaking intro photo that they did where they're like, oh yeah, here here's the suit. They, they went the, Ryan Reynolds they, they went the Burt Reynolds, Reynolds route. Yeah. Bearskin rug thing. I just, I lost my mind because I, no joke, I have had a magnet of Burt Reynolds uh, yes, I've on, seen my, it. on my college fridge <laughs> in that, from that centerfold. I just, I adore it. I was so freaking thrilled. Of course I, you do. I got that too, except it's an, it's a poster. Yeah. And I've yep. been, I've been absolutely in love with Ryan Reynolds since Two Guys a Girl in a Pizza Place. And I, oh yeah, that's where we learned that. Oh, he's really good at sarcasm. <laughs> yeah. And thank God. Well, that's the that's the show where we learned. Oh, that's who that guy is. And what the fuck when they did the uh, Wolverine X Men Origins movie where they they make they make him Wade yeah. Wilson, but then they fucking fuse his mouth shut. Like yeah. that's he's yeah. the merc until with he, a mouth, yeah. not the merc without until a mouth. Until he until he becomes Weapon Eleven, it was like super awesome performance. And then as soon as they like cover his mouth and put him yeah, it was just like what the fuck? And give him heat vision. What the fuck? And then give put the swords in his hands. Now I don't know Dick about the uh Deadpool uh comics, but wasn't he supposed to speak only through his mind? No. So he he um My buddy Kyle knows everything. So about Wade Deadpool. Wilson was he technically was part of the Weapon X program if I'm I believe him. Yes he was. Yeah. Yes, he was. So here's the ironic part. He was they picked him like Logan because he he has the healing factor. He he can get catastrophically wounded and he'll heal. The ironic thing is that he has cancer too. So his and it's skin cancer, I believe. His body is mm-hmm. rotting away as fast as his body can heal it. So like that's why he wears a mask, is because his face is kind of fugly. Um well, yeah, he's got cancer. Yeah, um, but he can heal super, super fast. I believe he can even teleport too, if I'm not mistaken. So. Uh, oh, in the X Men Legends the game, comics. he teleport, teleported. But that's why he's the Merc with a mouth. Like he can. There's a bit. There's a funny comic panel where he gets impaled on an elephant's tusk, and you hear see the onomatopoeia say "splork," and he said, "Ew, I've never heard my body go splork before." And the reason he for that knows he's in a comic. And the reason for that is because Loki being the eternal god of mischief, mm-hmm. told Deadpool that he's a fictional character. Mm-hmm. So ever since then, he breaks the fourth wall like every chance he gets. That's incredible. Yeah. So that's why, that's Dead- incredible. That's Seriously. why Deadpool is a really special character in the Marvel Universe yeah. because he knows what's up. You know, if I would read, I would probably read that. Yeah, yeah. so he's going to be totally you know, looking at the camera and saying stuff the said. whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, being nerdy, being nerdy is cool now. You can get chicks and be a comic book nerd. Yeah, it, and f- by the way, it's the awesome. Fat ones, God. <laughs> no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Didn't mean to call my sister fat. And kids, we like to use some comic book terminology for kids. If you're going to be sexually promiscuous, make sure that your thing is bagged and boarded. <laughs> <laughs> bagged and boarded? That just sounds you know, like a just really like painful a comic experience. Book. Yeah, you know, you got to put a stint in there. I just got this yeah, image of like, like so a popsicle stick. You don't want to have sex with them. You I just got this image of like a two by four no. and like a condom. Full for me, it's a two by four. I've seen Comic Con like cosplay chicks, and yeah, I want to. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Finger flick them. Yeah. It's it's okay. it's cool to be a nerd now. Yeah. Yes. Are, are there still the antisocial or the kids who have social skills problems? Absolutely. There absolutely future murderers. Future murderers. We call them. <laughs> But then there's the, there's the chicks that I swear to God there's an agency that hires them the hot chicks to make them dress all like to obscure characters and just go run around. You'd be the surprised. Conference. Some there's of those of chicks are legit act- fans. Yeah, they're just really into it. The the fake geek girl thing is really offensive. There look at look up. Look it's up. offensive to call it to call somebody a fake geek girl. Like a lot of them are just actually legit look up. geeky girls who like stuff and. But to be that's not. offensive. I actually kind of like it because she How liked us first. But look up nerd girl Brit. She's a cosplayer. She's okay. done some really cool shit. Uh, you're probably wondering who the fuck is this guy who's uh, no, yeah, so on that note <laughs> this guy being offensive sorry yeah it's okay on that note welcome to nerds on film i'm sarah ashley i'm brian moriarty i am still high and i am sean moriarty and uh still, joining us yeah, yeah still go with ahead. us is my brother michael otherwise known as mga what's up everyone my mega <laughs> yeah so um if you haven't caught wind at this point we record uh usually two episodes uh, in a session and mm-hmm. we just got done doing our stoner movies episode which is why sean is still fucking baked um and also why really Mike is here. really baked brian <laughs> yes uh so what are we gonna talk about tonight well since we're in firmly our heads are planted firmly into nerddom tonight and our last episode dropped on 420 this episode drops on may the 4th May the fourth, May the fourth be, be with, with you. you. And tomorrow, it's Revenge of the Fifth. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I live like you should six say and that. be prosper. Uh, because, it's a lisp, because it's a lisp, I feel like you should say that as Edwin. May the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you. <laughs> Don't you know. Move down, move down. Change Python. Um, I love to level. <laughs> Same guy. Mustard. Don't let's be the fourth is in everything, don't you know? <laughs> the fourth is inside me, just like Eduardo was. <laughs> if 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 Edwin was Obi Wan Kenobi, all the series is Vader was seduced by the dark side of the fourth. Okay, <laughs> you guys, okay, you guys need to Google this because there was um, the guy, the guy who does all the voices, who did Winnie the Pooh. I'm blanking on his name yep. right now. Yeah, well, currently is Jim Cummings, but he wasn't Jim, the original. No, okay, right, but Jim Cummings. Yeah. Does they? Because you know they occasionally do like table reads with voice actors doing sure. reading Star Wars scripts. Yeah. Jim Cummings did Darth Vader. Whoa. And he did Darth Vader as Winnie the Pooh. Oh, oh my and god! It was fucking amazing! It was so hilarious. Oh, he, he said like it was like after a line. He was like mm. he was. Like, <laughs> it's the top search. If you look up Jim Cummings, Star Wars is the top thing on there. Oh my god, it, it's it's so fucking funny. It's almost it's actually probably on par with um, Tara Strong doing Darth Vader using the voice of Bubbles. It oh. was. Can we can we listen to this? Yeah, my please call this. I'll, I'll dig it up. <laughs> Several transmissions were winged to the ship by a rebel spy. <laughs> Well, I want to know what happened to the plans they sent you. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a member of the Imperial Senate on a diplomatic mission to Alderaan. You are part of a rebel alliance in Dangerous! Yeah. Like, it's worse. 
gets out, it could generate sympathy for the rebellion in the Senate! <laughs> I have traced another spies to her. Now she is my only link to find a secret base. Oh, well, that's different. But she'll die before she tells you anything. Leave that to me. So we need to do an episode on Jim. He's, he's an unsung hero in voice acting. So amazing. Fun fact. He was the uh, half of the singing voice of Scar yes. in The Lion King because halfway through recording Be Prepared, uh, Jim uh, Jeremy Irons lost his voice. So all the singing parts are yeah. actually Jim Cummings yes. doing Jeremy Irons. I know. It's amazing. It's amazing. He's so good. He's so good. He's so good. Okay. And you just heard him do Darkwing Duck and fucking Winnie the Pooh in Star Wars. Yeah. I just came. I'm sorry, guys. It's a huge mess. I'll clean it up. Never apologize, Brian. <laughs> Never for coming. apologize for coming. I'll clean it up. <laughs> I, I Never wish. apologize for Jim coming. <laughs> That's what my estranged uncle always used to say. Wow. <laughs> God. So on to Star Wars. On to Star Wars. I still think Edwin as as Edwin Kenobi would be hilarious and also ruin the movie. Probably. So, um, Probably. But... Sir Alec Guinness. Sir Alec Guinness was amazing. And he didn't even like the movie. He was he was just there. He didn't even obviously no one thought that movie was those movies were gonna be successful. Um let's probably before we dive too far deep into it, let's mention this is the second time we've talked about Star we are Wars. doing a Star Wars episode. Yeah. Um episode five of Nerds on Film. Going back to the OG Nerds on Film crew. We're talking myself, Sarah Ashley, and Dave, Dave McGuire. Papa D. Uh, Robert was not on that episode. He had to bow out, I think. Yeah, so, um, something about a dick picture. I don't remember. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, I still talked to him. We were just geeking out about Daredevil. Um, we talked about 789 and how, if you're ever wondering, wondering where the precogs bit came from yes. with Sarah's tits, um, yep. is that uh, because we had predicted that... <laughs> Mike's face. Yeah. We had, we had predicted <laughs> that George Lucas was going to retire and yeah. hand this the saga over to somebody else. Yeah. And, like, pretty much word for word, like, a month later, they announced that Disney was buying Lucasfilm and they were going to greenlight 789. So, basically, just... Catch people up in case you haven't gotten that far back. This is like two years ago. This is two years ago. I know. This is a long Actually, time ago. Almost three years ago. Oh my god! Shut up! I feel old. Um, so oh, Baba. The, the thing that we've talked that we've talked about is that my breasts are precognitive. Oh, stop talking about this already. <laughs> Thank you. And um, because there's been a few very eerie instances. They twitch when they when it's like that's her spidey sense. Is yeah, it? They, they twitch. They, 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 it's they like those Hans and Franz commercials. Discount, double check. Discount, double check. <laughs> Um, and I think they switch in Morse code. Oh no, 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 not not really. It's just kind of more, like, let's be clear. They, it's kind of, it operates like a lava lamp. It just kind of flows and just goes. You might want to get that checked out. They just, they just flow for a little bit. Yeah, that's like, called oh. breast cancer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Um, no, that's a lump. And so... <laughs> What, anyway, point being... So the, Episode title. <laughs> no, that's a lump. <laughs> and so... That's our Star Wars slash breast cancer awareness episode. So my boobs did predict that um, Episode 7 was going to happen just as much as my boobs predicted that Poltergeist was going to be remade. So these things happen. What can I say? I'm just saying, like, 
fucking Hollywood psychics are horseshit compared to you. I, the, I know. Like, if you had some tarot cards, you could beat the shit out of Miss Cleo. Oh. Though she's in prison. Yeah, but she'd have so, to flip so. them with her boobs. <laughs> <laughs> you actually, it's, 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 I keep thinking back to that scene you in Mean Girls. Shuffle. I keep thinking back to that scene in Mean Girls with Amanda Seyfried yeah. talking about her boobs have ESP. Yes. And at the end she where she's a newscaster with a 40% chance of rain. But it is raining. She's like, no, it's definitely going to rain. <laughs> I keep thinking of that scene in Mallrats with the chick with the three nips. Oh, yeah. Oh. That too, yes. <laughs> Your birthday is between the first and last of October. Toper. <laughs> uh, rats too, too. I got so much to catch up oh on, but um, clearly there's a long history between female breasts and Star Wars, Star and Wars. psychic <laughs> powers. Oh, but that's another, Star that's Wars. another. The Force is strong with Sarah. Yes. Um, what we thought we would do is we we haven't really had a chance to truly just fucking whip our n- nerd dicks out and just go Flop them on the table. And just Michael, geek- no! <laughs> oh, sorry. And you just mean geek the fuck out about the OG trilogy. Yeah. Episodes 4, 5, and 6. New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. I love Ewoks. I'm just... Fuck Ewoks. I love Ewoks, too. Yeah. I love the little, mi- fuck the little face they make where they're... Ewoks the ruined it for me. Really? No, I mean literally fuck Ewoks. They got tiny little furry buttholes, and they're so smooth. And they have so much poop stuck in their in their buttholes. I'm telling you, I'm like in saying, the fur. Okay, so what yes, we, they are the Dingleberry Kings of the Star Wars universe. So then, Mike, <laughs> next to the Wookiees. So clearly, Jedi was not your favorite movie because of Ewoks, right? Yeah, no, it was too Jim Henson for me. But although, and I say that now, uh-huh. uh, actually, I said that then. Uh, but when they switched to uh, digital, you know, um, then that ruined it for me even hardcore. Okay. You're like, bring back the fucking Muppets. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think um, that's what made it. Wait, more they believable. digitally they didn't digitally redo all the Ewoks, did they? No, they did no. not. No, no, but no. He means, I, like, as opposed oh to like, God. why couldn't there be a Muppet version of? However, because George Yoda. Lucas continues to edit these things. Each one that comes out has minor changes. He just he just sits at his computer tweaking the things on, on film composer. Like, yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, I just want to make it the way it was meant to be experienced. I just made Chewbacca Jewish. I just digitally put a yarmulke on him throughout the whole thing. No, he, he, he really did that because it was cheaper. Now. Let's just be clear about that. He did oh, that because it's fucking cheap. Yes. <laughs> Ack motherfucking bar. Mike is I mean, not it's... making a Jew joke. I don't think. Were you actually intentional? No, I think I, think I made the I think I was it. Sean, were you act barring at me? Or... No, I was act barring as you said because it's cheaper. And I was like, because it's Jewish. <laughs> Wow, I sorry. I jumped on that on the wrong time, but seriously, it I'm was because it was cheaper. You. It's okay for me to say. It. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously though, he did that because it was cheaper. Because right. it's cheaper to do CG than it is to get Muppets and well, actors for the Muppets. But the one thing he had to do though to, to kind of rectify the situation was like in Episode One, he had a totally different artist design the Yoda Muppet, and he looked physically different. It didn't look anything like the Yoda from the from the OG trilogy. So they they had to go back in and post and re cover the face to make it look more toward the way that Yoda had looked in all the other five movies. And that gave me such a sad boner, too, is when when he actually went to go all kung fu and all, like, you saw Yoda, like, dying on that bed, like, that Muppet was right. so realistic, and then you go see, like, number two or three or whatever it was, where he's all doing flips and shit, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm torn. Like, I hate that he's doing this because he's a Muppet, and it's so fake, but... As Man, is he kicking ass! Like, right, yeah. Yoda was sick. My favorite part was in Yoda and Obi Wan were just like charging the Jedi uh, Order, and like there, there's a bunch of uh, clone troopers there, and they're just fucking like dispatching him like it's nothing. Like it's so that's so awesome, but at the same time, you're just like, 
And he sounds like Miss Piggy having an orgasm the whole time. <laughs> yes, he does. Thank you, Frank Oz. Um, can I just can I just say that there was like one of the best moments out of the entire series, the entire Star Star Wars series for me, is when he meets Yoda and just completely assumes that he's not Yoda, that he's just some like little rando creature who's like inviting for dinner, and he's like. What? what? I need to get to Yoda. What the fuck are you wasting my time for, right? I love that moment just because it's like kind of this little unsuspecting Muppet. And it's no joke. I I mean, it's no secret also. Like, I love yeah. Jim Henson. I love the Muppets. And, it, I just, yeah. and it it's just like, holy shit, this, this thing's a Jedi Master. And then when, when he like fucking levitates, raises the, 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 the ship X-wing, yeah. out of the goddamn swamp, you're just like... Oh, oh it's well, so good. I mean, I, I just love that beat change when yeah. when Luke is getting all heady and all of a sudden, you know, Yoda goes, yeah. "He is too old," you know, mm-hmm. and um, and well, you mean the huge beat change from going from like crazy, comically crazy, senile kooky, like Yoda? senile yeah. guy to like, okay, I'm gonna drop the fucking act. Yeah. You're not ready. Yeah. What the fuck did you send me here, dude? I know, I know. So it's oh my god, it's so good. Tarantino and playing Claire, Yoda. Okay, my God. Empire Strikes Back was a great movie. That was that's the best one, hands uh, well, down. Okay, yeah. I I agree. My favorite. Okay, my personal favorite is Jedi. But, Fucking Muppet Queen. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> but Empire Strikes Back is an amazing movie. Can we? So how do we want to do this? Do we want to talk about the history behind it? Because I mean, there's been so much out there that talks about how the movie got fucking made. But what do we want to talk about? Do we want to talk about? Like, why this movie is culturally significant to us? Do we want to talk about... I think that shit like that's been talked to death, and yeah. I say we just riff about shit culturally in the movie. Culturally significant to us is weird. You could say culturally significant or significant to us. <laughs> so I think this... Fucking grammar Nazi over well, here. No, I'm okay. just, but I think, there's a, I think there's a clear distinction there. It's culturally significant because it's something that generated so much popularity for being a sci-fi fantasy movie, a space opera. Yeah, you know, it was the first sci-fi movie to be so. He, well, I shouldn't say the first, but it was. It was just so big, and and like much bigger than anybody thought it would be. And so culturally, yeah, it became so important. But it's it's individually significant. But I I mean, for me, because I, you know I wasn't born in '77 when this movie came out. In fact, that was our parents got married in May '77, the the month and year that Star Wars came out. Um, and for me, I feel like. This was just such an ingrained part of my childhood. Like, it was like something like I felt like I knew the things of Yoda and, <laughs> you know, Luke, I am your father right. and the force and all this other stuff before I even could cognitively actually appreciate it. Well, I mean, it's it's a to me, what I love about it is it's a Cinderella story. It had everything working against it. Yeah. And like everybody thought this movie was going to fucking fail. Yeah. And then Luke, but Lucas, I mean, say what you will about him as a director. Yeah, he has his flaws, but he drove that vision, and he drove the visual effects aspect of that movie that made that, all of a sudden, everyone just took True. everyone's breath away. True, for the time, and, and but what he did not drive is the script, and actually it was more of his wife, and he had another writing partner who helped him drive the script. And it's also fair to notice to note that Lucas only directed A New Hope. Yes. Irving Kirshner did Empire Strikes Back, and then Richard Marquand. Yeah. 
because he couldn't get Steven Spielberg to do it, he directed Return of the Jedi. So didn't he direct some of the prequels? Uh, Spielberg did pre-visual work on Episode Three. No, I mean George Lucas. Well, he did all the he, he did, did all the prequels. prequels. Yeah, um, but yeah, we're, again, yeah. But we're talking about in the context of the original trilogy, the Holy Trilogy, as it were. <laughs> yes. Thank you. But I think it does. It does very it does speak a little loudly that yes, George Lucas did have the foundation for this entire uh, this entire world, yeah, this entire story. You know, he he definitely had the whole grasp on the whole thing. He created all of that, yeah, and we just couldn't leave it in his hands for too long. Before no, I mean, but he's also I mean, <laughs> he, what people forget too is before Lucasfilm got acquired, he was yes, he obviously the prequels. We won't go there. We know it. We get it. We'll exactly. just leave it at that. He, was, he approved every major racist. He approved every major character entry yes. and every major plot point that yeah. existed in the now defunct expanded universe too. So Lucas still had a very active part of Star Wars, even though he wasn't always the one behind the director's chair. That's true. And I think, even though he didn't direct Empire and Jedi, he was still such a creative force behind those three movies that. You have to you have to give credit where it's due. He knew that he couldn't do Empire and Jedi because he would have had a fucking heart attack. Mm-hmm. He literally had to do it. He had to back out because of stress. But he found the right people to take it over, and that says something about him as a leader too. That he knew it he does. couldn't do it. Yeah, it definitely does. But um, the pro the I hate to say this because I am one of the biggest proponents of fuck the prequels and and please crucify Hayden Christensen on pay per view publicly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going to be the best house ever. And that's not hyperbole. Um, We've talked about Hayden If if you talk to people that were kids when the newer newer trilogy came out, they all fucking love it like we did when we saw the original. I know people who are not that much younger than me, who are less than a year younger than me, who like the prequels. Yeah, the thing is that it's what you identify with as a kid. Right, like we we have to forget. Like, ask our grandparents what they think of Star Wars. They probably think it's kind of stupid and kind of for kids. Can I just say this? This is like the weirdest freaking thing to me. Our mom is um, her her partner is her age. You just made mom sound like a lesbian. Her, okay. Her, yep. Her, yep. Okay, male, Indeed, I was thinking about your mom says. Why can't make it about lesbian thing, dude? Why can't partner just be non gender based? Huh? Huh? Okay. Her. her Fair her, enough. Fair enough. You're absolutely right. Yeah, her, her live-in man friend. Yes, her live-in man friend. Which I just I've, got feminist I've on actually your ass. Used, I've actually <laughs> used that term before. I've actually used. I know that's why I said it. I remember you saying yeah, it. Her live-in man friend, um, her handyman. I actually like that. <laughs> has um, we'll call her Joe. Has act- Joe has actually never seen Star Wars. What? what? Joe. Well, he's a hillbilly, so. He's from North Carolina. Okay. I seen Storage Wars though. <laughs> I ain't never seen no Star Wars, but I watched the they shit wa- out of that Storage Wars, the man. Shit out of TLC. Um, <laughs> but he, but he was like, he said something about like, I don't know. He tries to like make jokes about it or whatever, and he says something like a woogie, and my mom's like, it's not a woogie, it's a wookie, and she gets really upset. Also, yeah, um, woogie's what you find in your nose. <laughs> I did it all for the wookie. What? Come on, that wookie. What? <laughs> or a wookie is also a character in something about Mary, but that's. <laughs> But we've also, I've also mentioned this Good. before. I think. Cheers to that. Good and job. Um, I've also mentioned this before, but our mother used to, she very temporarily worked for Lucasfilm doing their payroll. That's right. And it was awesome because we got. That's where I met Mar- Robin Williams. Yes, we got anyway. 
hell's a Lucasfilm swag. Yeah, and now I burn it. And uh, you got to hold his Oscar, didn't you? I, I got to hold his Oscar. And now I burn it. <laughs> I burn it. And crying. Do you remember? Like they burned me. Do you remember that we each had banks, like piggy banks? You had a Darth Vader one, and I had a C-3PO um, R2-D2 one. Yeah, yeah. And, like, when you hit the, when you, like, deposited money in it, mine would just be like, I am C-3PO, who's in cyborg relations? And this is my counterpart, R2-D2. And then R2-D2 would be like, boop, 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 boop. And it would, like, move up and down. Wow. It was, wow. like, the cutest thing ever. I loved it. Star Wars the piggy bank. <laughs> Star, Star Wars. Wars the flamethrower. <laughs> what I will say uh, former co-host of this podcast, Kevin Sutorius, and I once took a day trip to the Presidio mm-hmm. and went to the Lucas, uh, the San Francisco office of Lucasfilm. And it's really cool because they have this bronze Yoda statue that sits out there in the courtyard. And you, other than that, you wouldn't know it's Lucasfilm. It's just there's just fucking Yoda there, and you can go into the lobby, and it's awesome because they've got these. You know, they've got Boba Fett as a statue. They've got the original. They've got the original um, costume of Darth Vader as a statue, and he's fucking seven feet tall. It's terrifying. Um, it's it's really cool. You have this. You get very like starstruck, and you get yeah. very nostalgic. It's like going to Disneyland because you see all these cool things. You see prop blasters. You see prop, you know, lightsabers and stuff. But you also see that Lucas has a respect for cinema because he's got these great foreign film giant posters that are framed, and they're all throughout the lobby. Uh, it's really just truly spectacular, um, but I, I I know what you're talking about when yeah, you yeah. It's it, there's something just so it feels like home to watch Star Wars. It feels comforting to watch it. I don't know, Mike. How do you feel? I mean, you you and I grew up in the same household, so no. I I'm I'm a big fan of Star Wars. Uh, I actually work at a, a giant uh, social media um, company where they have. Let's just say it involves and it involves. And that's all yes. we'll say. All right. We watched that movie. Uh, we actually watched all uh, six of them. And the family guys spliced in on repeat because we have the Star Wars department. So, uh, but it's usually muted because, you know, we try to work. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you have a job you're being paid for. Yeah. It's and, in fact, actually, most of the time, I don't even tune into the VPN just to watch it. I um, have to just kind of guess what the dialogue is. But you could see such a huge difference. And I mean, it's. With, with with the old Star Wars, it was really good dialogue. It was okay action scenes, and then you know it would wipe and, and go somewhere else. With, with the and I know we don't want to talk about the, the new ones, and I'm just gonna bitch about it because that's all I can really contribute to this podcast. But <laughs> all they have is like in the new ones is blah 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 star wipe, big ass CG land, some really humorous thing in the in the corner, blah 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 star wipe rinse repeat, and I fucking hate that that like makes me so yeah. mad so yes the 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 holy tr- trinity you say is is trilogy trilogy i like trinity here's one thing that i noticed okay yeah I've, keep me I've, on track sorry about that i've noticed fairly recently okay the original trilogy the dialogue is significantly and i'm not talking about the, the crappy cg gags that were added after the fact i feel like the script was significantly wittier than yep. it was in the prequels. Like, the prequels were just dialogue and funny sight gag. And I feel like if you just look at the script, like, just the dialogue between, like, Luke and or, and yeah. Luke and Leia or Luke and Han or it just... Some of the stuff was just really fucking funny. It's true. And I have an explanation for that, too. Oh, do, do tell. Do tell. So, um, when it came to the original trilogy, mm-hmm. 
One of the things that like Irving Kirshner tried to do, because we all agree here that Empire Strikes Back is one of the is, is 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 the best of the Star Wars films. He had to play with the script a little bit. Like he was given latitude to do that. Mm-hmm. Like he was told he had to make it funny without having any gags. He had to make it, you know, romantic without getting it making it too like Oh my god, he did such fluffy. a great job, except for the fact that Han Solo is responsible for the best non-romantic line the line as the story goes is the script was written i love you i love you too they ran in a couple different times it wasn't working and then irving kirshner said okay harrison don't think about it action she says i love you and he says i know and that became the most epic i know exchange of i "I love yous and i love that there's a callback in return of the jedi too where she says or he says, I love you, and she says, I know. And then she fucking shoots a guy with a blaster because she was smuggling one under, under her arm. Amazing. I love it. I have a shirt that has Luke and Leia, or not Luke and Leia, oh my god, Luke and Han. Or... <laughs> wow, we, we know where your mind's gone. Super gay. <laughs> um, Leia and Han kissing, and at the top it says, I love you, and at the bottom it says, I know. Yeah. I love it. It's I awesome. Got a, I got a, f- a fun fact for you. Yeah. Harrison Ford was paid $10,000 for his performance in Star Wars A New Hope. Yes. Yeah. Because, also, um, Han Solo, well, Harrison Ford was reading for Han Solo. He was originally a carpenter on the movie, um, had previously done work in American Graffiti, and they needed somebody just to read lines for people who were auditioning. And they were reading a bunch of lines for people who were you know, auditioning for Han Solo, and they couldn't find the right person, and the casting director's like, what are we doing? We've got the person right here. It's yeah. freaking Harrison Ford. And, and to be fair, Harrison Ford, obviously, like you said, had done American Graffiti, and then done a couple of television stints, too. He was an actor. Yes. But as most actors do in Hollywood, you have to find something else to do, because acting jobs are very hard to find. So he became a carpenter, mm-hmm. and was very successful at that up until Star Wars hit. Um, to go back to the point real quick with... Um, with the the dialogue and things like that. I think it's important to note, too, that when Lucas... Lucas has always seen himself as a very visual director. Mm -hmm. He's good at telling the story, creating the world, all that stuff. Isn't so interested in performance. He actually doesn't like actors. He's gone on record as saying that. Actors are kind of like puppets, which... Why not just get puppets, then? Oh, he did it in Jedi. He did. Um... (laughs) But the, and it, that's a very disconnected way of looking at it because you know thinking from a theater background, you need actors. Actors are your vessel your for your story. Exactly. You can't. So you have to know how to talk to them. But what he did do, it's fun. It's worth, it's worth noting that he had actors who were strong enough to care about the material in the first trilogy that he they just they worked on it, mm-hmm. and they had good enough directors in the second and third films that they were able to get the performances right. Because Lucas had even more creative control over the prequel process, he he literally hired a, a person that was called the dialogue coach for the prequels, who was essentially... Yeah, I remember. That's the person that taught Sir Alec Guinness to talk like John Lennon. No, 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 no. Not a dialect coach. A dialogue coach on the prequels. Essentially oh, saying someone to fucking run lines with and work on the context of the scene... Someone to direct the acting piece of the movie while Lucas was making the picture all pretty. Oh so, and then that's not, and I'm just, just to kind of illustrate here how disconnected yeah. Lucas had become right. from, from actors. That's interesting. You know? So. Sean, how, I, how do you feel about Star Wars? Like, how, how significant is this for you? I was obsessed with Star Wars 
back in the day when I was a kid. And the thing but was, I really enjoyed... Just, be, just put context Yeah, here. well, no, wait. Before that, I really enjoyed the films. And then, honestly, the fucked up thing was is when they were, they, they were getting ready to release... First, they released the like the THX enhanced VHS copies. Remember of that, it, right? yeah, with Lucas with the yeah. Lucas Charlie Rose interviews yeah. beforehand, and yeah. then that's when they started introducing a shitload more of their like toy and like school supply marketing things towards kids, and then doing more, but like pumping out more books and more like books that were guides to characters and things like that. Which, by the way, were the first time I ever heard about this shitty fucking Christmas special. Oh that oh. thing is an abomination. I I remember I burned a bunch of copies of that and sent them to y'all on Christmas cards. Yeah, no, um, like we, we watched it at a Christmas party. Yeah, well, Eric sent us all a very very. Eric nice Eric copy. procured yeah. it for us, and I had a nerdy Christmas party where we all wore ugly sweaters, played cards against humanity, and then once everyone was good and drunk, we put on the, the Star Wars it's, holiday special, and not so even bad. alcohol. So could bad. Save it. It's yeah. because it's in fucking Wookie for most of the episode. Like you don't. Yep. It's. Mm-hmm. All right, back to what I was saying. Yeah. Anyway. It's it's like um, Alan may like it. Yeah, I, I love <laughs> actually. I love that I thought it was okay. Personally, I would have preferred if it was done in Icelandic <laughs> versus Wookie. Um, I only watch things in sepia. <laughs> Get me a sepia version, please. Make a sepia version if you can hear me, Disney. Through all your corporate greed. <laughs> Anyway, back to what I was saying. So I really enjoyed those. And then when they led up to like releasing the enhanced versions, I was in like seventh, eighth grade. So I went to see him in the theaters and I just thought it was so cool to see all this extra shit added in. But now when I go back, it's not necessary. And like the job, job of the hut looks so fucking horrible in the new hope. It's just, it looks like a character from doom just like wandered onto screen. <laughs> okay. I want you to know right now, Sean, my brother's eyes just lit up when you mentioned Doom because he played the <laughs> shit out of that game. I used to sit over his shoulder and watch him play that game over and over again. Uh, so that's a scary game when, yeah. you know, like you didn't fit. know that graphics when you, yeah. you were in God so mode. Around, I'll tell you that. And I, I just want to connect with this because this speaks to both our childhood. Um, around, for me, it was like around 11 or 12. Sean probably about 13, 14. Oh, those were when the beatings really intensified. I'm surprised um, you have any cognitive It was very, It was very weird memory. because my mom had acquired they were acquired the, the, acquired through a connection the, the the THX remastered Star Wars movies so at this point they had finally they had rechanged the opening titles to say episode 4 5 and 6 the true Star Wars nerds know that the original films did not were not called that it was Star Wars Empire Strikes Back Return of the Jedi it was not Star Wars episode 5 The Empire Strikes Back it was whatever it was so we watched those and we really got into it. But then when the special editions came out, my stepmom as well was a teenager when those movies fucking came out. So it was a huge deal for her. So she took us to those movies too with, with my dad. And so it was, we kind of rediscovered it and got the chance to actually see it in theaters, which was really cool. Like despite the changes they had made to the films, which to me really weren't all that bad for the first round of special editions. It was cool to say, hey, I got to see fucking Star Wars in a movie theater. Like, mm-hmm. nowadays it's no big deal because, like, you have people who do all these cool hipstery things on movie theaters to draw people in because people aren't going to movie theaters anymore. But in the late 90s, like, that was just a, a, a really cool thing to be able to, to do. on the big screen. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. If you hadn't already been going to, like, midnight showings of it, 
But it, even then, there weren't really midnight showings. It wasn't it wasn't that fringy enough to do because Lucas had held such a tight you know grip on the oh, IP. Oh yeah, you're right. No, like it's not like Rocky Horror where like people are like ah, Universal won't care. You know, let's just have people fucking dress up and. Can you imagine though if they did like a Rocky Horror version of Star Wars? People dressed up as fucking stormtroopers and Han and, Le- and Leia and acting out the movie in front of the the screen. Oh my god! Would have been fucking that. amazing. They do that in San Francisco. Do they really? Yeah. No, in the I, Castro. <laughs> I don't know where they do it, but I've definitely heard of uh, a theater playing those thing, uh, playing movies. They do it every every month. So, Mike, I have a question for you. Yeah, what's up? Are you so? hurt by the prequels that you're having trouble even like giving props to the original ones yes absolutely. that's why i'm wondering why you've been so quiet and i think i feel a little bit like you that's why i've been sitting here i've been throwing out some pretty fucked up shit well here yeah like I, i'm still hurt it still hurts i have i feel like they need to make it up to me i got another fun fact for you guys so to show where it's it came from yoda was originally going to be played by a monkey carrying a cane and wearing a mask what? i have it right here that's unbelievable see oh now it's a multi-billion-dollar industry, so I actually got to ask this question just for fun. Okay. Um, we have Disney that now owns Marvel. Yes. We now have Disney that owns uh, Star Lucas Wars. Yes. Yeah. Is there going to be a crossover? I do. No. You don't no. think so? You don't, don't think that they will throw in something at the uh, in, in in these new ones by J.J. Abrams or something like that? Going to so have like a, say, an Iron Man or a Thor? Like, come on, Thor! I will say they got to have a Thor. Thor I will one. say mm-hmm. the ILM is the king of Easter eggs. And in fact, if you look really hard in the 2009 Star Trek film, uh, in one of the moments where like that ship gets attacked and people fly out into space, if you look really, really fucking hard, there's uh-huh. an R2-D2. Yeah, no, that. I saw it. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. So, so then there will be. There'll be Easter uh, eggs. I don't think the galaxy... Maybe you could tie it in with Guardians of the Galaxy, but not the fucking Avengers. It's a galaxy far, far Thor. away. Thor! It's from hell far away. Thor, Thor watches all the realms, Brian. Yeah, he's he's basically God. Maybe. But, well, he's a God. But, but the, the thing that Disney's really good at doing is just saying, okay, you got your good thing going here. Just do that. We'll, we'll, we'll just fucking give you the money. And I think I think that's what they're going to do with Star Wars, too. This is, this is my titties predicting. <laughs> Either I'm seeing <laughs> Thor is going to happen on these new ones or Wally. I'm just saying. <laughs> Pixar. I would love to see Pixar do a Star Wars yeah. film. That would make me have a I nerd boner. I want to see a three-way so with Wall-E, R2-D2, and C-3PO. It'll take three, clank, three, clank, three clank. times for it to go down. Three times, minimum. <laughs> Robot orgy. Yes, or Sarah, you, 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 have, you have a question. I do. Not a question so much as a comment. I feel like, for the, for the most part, Disney does a pretty good job of respecting universes. Exactly. So it's not like they've had a crossover with Cinderella and Belle, aside from the merchandised Disney Princess line. Okay? Into the Woods? Into mm. the Woods. But Into the Woods was something that was created by Sondheim in the 70s. It wasn't. That 80s. Wasn't 80s, whatever. That was like not. That, and that's not part of like the Disney Princess canon, right? So there's the Disney Princess stuff. There's like the Marvel stuff. There's the Star Wars stuff. There's. The Mickey, Minnie, and Goofy stuff. Like, they yeah. don't cross over. The only time them. they've ever done that is House of Mouse. So. Okay. But that's it. Yeah. I So I feel like they they don't cross universes too much that I don't think that they would do that. I f- feel like for the most part, Disney is pretty res- pretty respectful of their audience with the exception of the fact that they are deliberately not marketing um, 
Marvel stuff towards females. So yeah, but like, me and Mike are part of their audience, and we want to see a fucking crossover. No, Mike doesn't want to see a crossover. I want to see fucking yeah. Leia as a Disney princess. I, I want to see her fucking punch Belle in the face and have them duke it out. Okay, the, well, the Disney princesses don't fight each other. I've had two beers. Yes, <laughs> clearly. Eventually, this bubble's going to pop with what the kind of movies we're seeing now, and they're going to have to dig deep at some point. I, well, Hollywood's been digging deep for a very long time now, at least yeah. in the past decade. Seriously. I, I've been loving the superhero movies. I've been loving all the Marvel movies. But it's uh, I, I don't think... I think no. Disney's one of the studios that doesn't have to dig that deep because they also... Like, this is one of the reasons why I didn't have a problem when Disney acquired Lucasfilm or the Star Wars properties is because I don't think that... I think that Disney does things right. Like, they've been... The way they've been operating Mar- with Marvel... You can't say that about Star Wars until they actually do the Star Wars until movie. The, I know, I know so, that. I, what I'm Shut saying up. is, <laughs> sorry. But but we can but we can say we can use it the template of not Pixar. It. <laughs> I'm defending you. I know, but I'm not done yet. <laughs> she doesn't need defending, Brian. She yeah. is a strong, independent woman. <laughs> Mike Leia. <laughs> I, I, I am. I am just saying that if we look at what's happened since Disney has acquired Pixar, mm-hmm. yes, and what's happened since Disney has acquired Marvel, yes, nothing's happened. They've let them say, okay, you know what you're doing. We're just gonna throw money at you. As long as yeah, as long as the checks keep coming in, do whatever the hell you want. To Make us fucking money, you. and we won't get on your backs. Well, I'll, with the exception of the fact that they have affected Marvel's marketing in the sense that they have basically said the reason they basically said we don't need to appeal to girls because we've already appealed to girls through the Disney Princess they market. They do merchandise. So that so so the merchandising for Marvel is actually a really fucked up. A really fucked up thing. I just read a very very interesting I found expose Spidey article Mickey written ears by the last time I was at Disneyland. Yeah. That now is a thing. Yeah. Spidey Mickey ears. I didn't finish, my, I didn't finish my sentence. Mouse, Iron Man. Continue. I did read a very interesting um, article on themarysue.com from a formal Marvel employee who was ba- who basically was, yeah. Mickey Mouse Iron Man, now for sale. <laughs> that is bullshit. That is bullshit. I don't know. I don't mind I mean, that. Yeah, he's a cool billionaire thing. playboy, for sure. <laughs> but RJ cool does it way better. Then don't Despite buy it. from Mexico, though, Let your dollars so. do the talking. If you've got a problem with something, let your dollars do the I'm talking. I'm not the demographic anymore, though. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm a negative dancer. Okay, go, go ahead. ahead. Go. Anyway, point being is that I feel like Disney has done a lot of stuff right. They're not perfect. They're not a perfect company at, by any stretch. I think the merchandising is kind of fucked up, and I think it's a little too much. But that being said, I love all the Disney movies. I love Marvel I love Star Wars. I think they're going to be... Wow, really? They have a Mickey Wolverine? I think that's someone... That's an artist's that, rendering. That is, that is definitely an, not... Yeah. That's, that's not official. Because they will yeah. never put a, a cigarette in, in no, Mickey's God, mouth. No, God, no. Of course not. Plus, plus, X-Men's owned by Fox, and that's they own all properties for X-Men. Yeah. Anyway. Not, Marvel doesn't I would own. love to see a short, like, Mickey Mouse uh, Wolverine fucking running a Minnie Mouse Jean Grey through with his claws redoing the end of The Last Dance. Can I, can I, can I see Wolvie versus Goofy? <laughs> <laughs> I love Goofy. He's It'll be my called favorite. X-Troop. Oh, <laughs> X-Troop. Oh my god. <laughs> I, oh, oh God. did you know that this? I think it's this year that the Goofy movie is twenty years old. Twenty years old. I remember. Oh, seeing that Goofy means movie. they got to revamp it now. Oh my God! Please, do, please do not reboot or retcon or anything. We about need the Goofy a darker. Movie. We need a darker, grittier version. 
But uh, the of a sec- goofy movie. The second I saw that announcement, the first thing that like popped into my head was that song "Eye to Eye" from the yeah. <laughs> goofy movie. Hey, I got a quick question if for you. If we listen to each other's hearts. <laughs> Ask your question. Sarah's gonna sing for a bit. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Continue. Uh, it says here on I'm, I'm looking up fun facts about Star Wars and says the word Ewok is actually never said out loud in the Star Wars movies. Is that what? true? Really? Yeah. So originally, as the legend oh, I guess goes. It's Endor was supposed to be where the Wookiees came from. Wookiees so, don't live on Endor. No, they live on Kashik. Right. You must have quit. As we've as we've as we've now established. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I'm you. Glad I got that. <laughs> I just ignored it. Chewbacca lives from Endor. You must have quit. Chewbacca. Um, as we now know, the Wookiees <laughs> live in Kashik, and that was well established in the expanded expanded universe and in Episode Three. Um, but. Lucas's callback to that was to put the Wookiee word backwards. So Wookiee became Ewok. It's not even backwards, Ewok. though. It's like all jumbled. Yeah. Well, fucking just calm your shit. Ewok just... backwards is Koei. Like, you know, from like fucking Chasing Amy. Oh Koei. my god. It's Koei. syllabically backwards. They put, they put the syllables it's and they syllabically backwards. <laughs> it's syllabically backwards. Just fucking go with me on this one. Sean is so baked. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Slightly backwards. He doesn't make fun of Brian nearly this much on a regular basis. No, no. no. And there's it's other siblings. Mike's here, and you got the fucking siblings Ashley over here, and then you got the you got the the Mo Bros over here. My miggas. <laughs> so we're just the we're just niggas. competing. We're competing for who's the better sibling pair. Is it a competition, Brian? It's always a fucking competition with you, Sarah. I I never intended to be that way. It totally is. I, why were you I, I just Why to... were you just Fraser Crane just then? <laughs> I, I don't listen to all the podcasts because yeah. uh, I'm I have a life. But I have to wow. say, when I do hear it, you You're guys go back fired. and forth. It's hilarious, <laughs> absolutely hilarious. Just fucking get it it's over just with. Because I Seriously. actually want to kill him. Oh my, oh my god. god! There is a That's second so room funny. back here in the nerd cave. Just do it. I don't want to hear it. Ew! What? Don't say it like that, Sarah. Come on. He's a cute man. Soft, pouty lips. <laughs> Shut up. I'm sorry. All right. Soft, pouty <laughs> lips? Is this the face of someone who's fucking pouting right now? Actually, yes. no. I look like... <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Holy shit. You look Brian like, just uh... went into gangster mode. Everybody put your helmets on. <laughs> we gonna burn this down! We gonna burn this motherfucker down! Come on, Pookie! <laughs> If you heard Sean, the last episode, I think you have a history. You have a future when every black actor in Hollywood dies, and they need to do ADR for like yeah. remastering they your need film. To call yes, you. I can make a career out of doing. I can make a career out of like doing ADR for reboots of Tyler Perry movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <clears throat> so now you have to. You have to do James Earl Jones as Darth Vader. Oh, can you do James Earl Jones? Because I can do James Earl Jones as Darth Vader. Oh. I could do James Earl Jones as Darth Vader. Okay, hold on Here one second. What? Give me a line. What line do you want me to say? Obi-Wan, we meet again at last. The circle okay. is complete. All right, okay. Obi-Wan, we meet at last. The circle is complete. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, Obi-Wan, <laughs> at last we meet again. <laughs> the circle is complete. Speaking of circles... I knew this girl. Her name was Sharon. 
<laughs> the circle around that girl's butthole that had not been bleached sort of looked like a sunflower. <laughs> and I was, she was like, should I bleach this? And I was like, no, baby, no. The Lord has given you the gift of a flowery butthole. <laughs> That was Darth Vader. No, no, uh, Star Wars Episode Four. Sean, I'm just gonna say this. I've seen Tim Meadows' stand-up live, including him doing the ladies' man. Leon Phelps. Or the Whatever, Leon. the ladies' man. The ladies' yeah. man. And I think that actually you just riffing off the ladies' man is better than Tim Meadows <laughs> intentionally doing the ladies' man. I would like White to see people these co-opting black culture. <laughs> um, but seriously though. Have at it with James Earl Jones. Do fucking Vader. Okay. Unless you're a chicken shit and you can't. Uh, I'm not really good at James Earl. James Earl. I can't. I can't. Can you can do Morpheus. You can do fucking Lawrence Fishburne. You can do James Earl Jones. Oh, hey there, Pee Wee. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Cowboy Curtis. Yeah. Fucking uh, go with Vader. Okay. Obi-Wan. Nope. Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to try. I'll All just right, ruin Brian, it. Brian, I, that's what I can't ahead. do. Go for it. Obi-Wan, we meet again at last. The circle is complete. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. That it's was pretty good. good. I like my Leon Phelps version better. In fact, let's re- let's fucking put that in the new enhancement, Disney. <laughs> the ladies' man is the voice of... <laughs> I think it'd be fun to yeah, talk about. Um, what please do not make me choke you from across the room with my mind power. Uh, what if other characters... Grandma's talking. Damn shoes are not going with that weird British military hat that you are wearing. <laughs> <laughs> now, I just... I There are many things that I get nitpicky about, but fashion on a Death Star is like number two. <laughs> Sean, so now I have to say it. Samuel L. Jackson as Darth Vader. Oh, oh my God, God. please. Oh, my God. <laughs> we meet at last. The circle... It's motherfucking complete. And then a shark grabs him. <laughs> I would love to see other actors, like very much like the SNL skit, other yeah. actors who read for these characters, oh, like, yeah. like Christopher Walken reading for Darth Vader. Just do it, Brian. You know you want to. Jesus, here we go. Uh, oh, one. We meet again. At last. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> the circle is complete. By the way, so can you cute. look at this thing on my foot? I don't know what it is, but uh, I don't trust, I have this, I don't trust I have the this... doctors on the death stock. Your father gave me a watch. <laughs> um, he had it up his ass, and then he finds out. Wait, he Mar- is your father, and he's like, "Wait, do you still have that watch up your ass?" <laughs> or uh, Marlon Brando. What is that bidding, my master? Oh God! <laughs> oh my God! All right, back to Brian's grab bag of voices. Okay, <laughs> that's now, like the two ones I've got, <laughs> and that's all I have. I have walking. Now we want you to do Caesar Romero Joker from the Batman TV series as Darth Vader. <laughs> That's like I can just do the laugh. <laughs> yes, yes, Obi Wan. That's all I got. I, let's cut That's that part out too. I wasn't really prepared. I'm really that. still high. <laughs> I'm still really high. Oh my god. Uh, we, I know. We've taken such. A, we've derailed uh, the cars have, down the cliff. This, this is not re- the Star Wars episode anymore. It, well, we've already been recording for an hour and three minutes. So Sarah, we know likes the Muppets. <laughs> 
I do like the Muppets. But uh, uh, but my favorite too? my favorite hands down flat out favorite character is Leia. Okay. Absolutely. Mm. So that being said, why. Because she's an amazing badass bitch. Because she's the only bitch in space. There's like one other chick there, dude. I'm Seriously. just going to ask you the question. Yeah, there's that blue dancing Sorry. chick Sorry. in gonna, the cantina. I'm just going to ask the question. Fifth mm-hmm. element. Favorite episode from the original trilogy. I've already said that Jedi is my favorite. Jedi is favorite. Oh. Okay, so we know we know. Jedi Sarah's is my favorite. Is, we Empire's, already said all this. Empire is the better movie, but Jedi is my favorite. I agree with that. Okay. I agree with that, too. Jedi is also my favorite. Empire is the better movie. Yep. So there you go. I like the duel at the end with Vader and mm-hmm. Skywalker. It's My favorite is Star Wars Clone Wars. <laughs> I think that they just, uh, when we're talking about canon, and I'm assuming that we're talking about the quality of the canon. Who the fuck are you? I would have to go with Clone studio? Wars. I'm sorry, who the fuck are you and how'd you get into the studio? Shit, now we gotta come up with some fucking character that this oh, is. Oh god, I know, some lispy character. You're Roger. God damn it. You're <laughs> no, my name has to have like six S's in it. <laughs> Sherman Sebastian My name is Francis <laughs> <laughs> See it's gotta have the S's in it okay. Francis like- Ford Lieberman <laughs> Francis Ford No now we're just turning him into uh, What's his face on Family Guy No cause he's just uh, No okay, yeah, He's, uh, he's uh, uh, Neil Goldman yeah. on Family Guy Neil Goldman yes Francis so Ford Schumacher Francis Ford Schumacher <laughs> Fra- My name is Francis Ford Schumacher <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> I feel like we just. I know two the directors. kind of films that those two names invoke. Just don't think about third installments of either. You'll be fine. <laughs> Yay, we have a new character. <laughs> Give me so much fun to play around with. Oh my god. Okay, Mike. I'm sorry. I know I can't contribute much to this. No, no, you're fine. Because he's so burned. Don't worry about it. You're, I'm not high. So, original but, trilogy, what's your favorite episode? Oh, uh, New Hope. The first one? Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Please, explain why. Uh, well, I mean, it just really introduced everything. Okay. You know, um, it, you know, I, I think it, like, I like how it, for me, as a kid, showing him, like, becoming, like, this, you know, into this new religion, <laughs> kind of, so to speak. Yeah. You know, that was actually really cool for me. You know, I was like, uh, as a child, I'm like, oh, that's... That's dope. I want, mm-hmm. I want a lightsaber. I want to move things with my mind and anticipate when things are going to happen at me. Yeah, I thought it was awesome. Okay. I want to have to take a vow of celibacy. <laughs> God damn Jedi Knights. And also, I really like the fact that, uh, I mean, it was uh, it was something that I've never seen before. That was actually the first space movie I've ever seen. You know? Space. I mean, space. like, other than uh, oh, Mom and Dad Save the Universe. You know, that was, like, really the only movie... <laughs> I had to bring that back. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, uh, I think it was New Hope, right? When they had that little thing that popped up, the little eyeball when they're in the trash yeah. compactor, right? Yeah. Yes, uh-huh. it is. Dude, yeah. that thing, like, scared the shit yeah. out of me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, me too. And that gave me actual fear. And then the fact that they got out, I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Oh, so I used to have nightmares shit, that dude. I was stuck in the trash compacting, like, swamp fucking trash area. So I want to ask you, Mike, actually. I said who... trash twice. Yes, you did. I'm high. Just trash I, I... talking. I want to actually ask you this, Mike. Who's your favorite character in Star Wars? Oh, uh, oh, shit. Um, the Fett Man. Boba Fett. Hell yeah. With his Mandalorian armor. Yeah, it, I mean, honestly, I, I know I'm wearing the shirt right now. Yeah. I know every listener can hear see that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like. I think he's cool. I the fact that he's a bounty hunter um, was kind of dope, and uh, I don't know when actually when I saw the uh, uh, 
I didn't read the books. Mm-hmm. I'm not that kind of nerd. Uh, and God bless the ones who have read those books. Because seriously, like, there's fucking a lot. thank you. There's I, a no, lot. Seriously, like, I think that's, I think that's awesome. <laughs> because I get schooled by them like all the time. And I'm like, sure. I, I can't hate on them for that. Yeah. Start talking Gene Roddenberry in the world. Yeah, start. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well, you've never read anything with the twins? Oh. Jason and Jaina Solo. The fucking badass Jedi twins. Yeah. Okay, so Brian, you know, you did, who's your favorite character? Oh, Luke. Luke. Easily. Really, Luke. he's super fucking whiny. Yeah, he's he's really whiny, whiny in the beginning. He's still whiny. But by Empire. the end of the trilogy, and I'm gonna go fucking nerd in the EU. He's a badass. All right. All right. It, 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 here's why he's a badass. Okay. He's the last Jedi. Okay. He has to fucking rebuild the order from nothing. He has so, to basically. He has to. He has to rebuild. The Jedi Order from the pieces he can find. So and he's he has the to, worst guy to do that. Give me a second here. All right. <laughs> and in the this. process, yes, he, feel the hate flow through you. <laughs> I feel the hate flowing through you. Um, in that in that process, he has to encounter fucking several clones of Emperor Palpatine who have come back, being tempted and drawn to the dark side and being pulled back to the light. He's gone through so much and. The fact that he can master becoming a Jedi Master with just fucking holocrons that he was able to find on these old abandoned Jedi what temples. What the fuck is a holocron? The holocrons, those little Jedi, those little uh, little Jedi hologram, training, those little, those little hologram oh, spheres. Yeah, yeah, okay, all right. Now so he has to basically find holocrons and learn all the lightsaber kata, all the force techniques. He becomes a Jedi Master by that alone by using and an app. <laughs> and by using yeah the fucking iPhone app. There's an app um, for that. You want to become a Jedi? There's an app for that. <laughs> and then rebuilds the order to the same level as it was at the peak of the Republic, and becoming the Grand Master of the Jedi Order. That's fucking awesome. So he takes a religion that dies and then revamps it. He's basically making the new King James version of the Jedi Way. Is what you're telling me? A toned down version of it because the Episcopalian. Okay. So, okay, so <laughs> Yes, Catholic light, the Jedi light. So that that's the one thing that's interesting Jedi is that, that he he realized that where the Jedi Order failed originally was the over strictness to the code, the celibacy, the brown and white robes, all those things that. Oh my God, this is so Episcopalian. Yeah. It's like you can totally be a Jedi and fuck and yeah. gay and, and yeah, gay so, Jedi. No one, but but just the strictness of only using a lightsaber. There's his new Jedi Order, Kyle Katarn, fucking Leia. They're all Jedis, and they fucking dual wield a blaster and a lightsaber. You're going to look at me in the eye and tell me that's not badass? No, that's badass. As long as they're not overusing the Force, because I think that was one thing that was, you know, really cool in the the Holy 3. Yeah. And then you bring out this this crap, you know, this Disney crap that came up. Actually, it was before Disney. But um, they just threw, they're just throwing things left and right. I'm like, that's, that's. Why didn't they do that earlier then? Like, why, why, why? In, in... Oh yeah, where, the, where before the they just used the force as like, I, I need like seriously a little extra help Ugh, as opposed yeah, to this exactly. is a crutch that I'm yeah. using and, while and fighting. Just chucking a little space okay. pods. Okay, so okay. he said the force powers. Luke does eventually gain more powerful ones like speed. I don't know if he does the ball lightning thing that fucking Yoda does and uh, and can like absorb force lightning, but like. There, there were other. There are even like a whole planet of Force witches that Luke has to what battle at fuck? one point. Yeah, wow. yeah. They turned me into a newt. Newt. He got better. He did get better. Okay, so Sean, favorite episode, favorite character. My favorite episode is, of course, Empire Strikes Back. I said that earlier. Okay. But uh, ah, ah. My favorite character is Bib Fortuna. 
he is the valet and MC for Jabba the Hutt, and he has such a luscious, flowing, sort of like tail coming off of his head, but it sort of looks like he sort of looks like Nosferatu, but with like fashion sense. He's a he's of the Twi'lek species. Just wanted to make that very clear. Oh my God. What was he the never name? learned galactic basic. He speaks to Elik. <laughs> what was because the name of that basic pig? is so mainstream. What, what was the name no, of that okay. space pig? Wait, so Legit's favorite pig? character? Yeah. Han Solo. Han Solo, okay. of course. Yeah, Han Solo for Legit favorite yeah, character. Yeah, fuck yeah, Sean. He was an outlier. Oh my god, he's so The fucking hot. space pirate slash cowboy. Yeah. That's, the one. that's another reason why I like Leia so much. She gets to make out with Han Solo. And I like how I was like, fuck your religion, dude. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Give me my space bugs. I'm out. I love it. But then his wife becomes a Jedi and his kids become Jedi. So. Oh, do they get married? Yeah, yeah. they get married. They have kids. And they all become Jedi. So he's like, uh, well, okay. Dude, I'm Not in the same thing. situation right now. My kids are going to be all baptized and stuff. That sucks. It's okay. They're going to have a totally rad dad and auntie. And uncle. What are you pointing at? Yeah, I'm Wait, ew, him. What? Gross. I'm seeing it happen. Ew. I'm seeing the force between you two. The metachlorian no. rate is just off the chart. For, don't you fucking mention metachlorians in this goddamn game. Uh-oh. <laughs> is that on the no-no list? Put that on the whiteboard. <laughs> I know I know. I can't talk about aliens. Xenomorphs. We just call them xenos now. Yeah. Xenomorphs, yeah. Do yeah. we? Do we? When was that decided? Did you just decide Where's that? that I fucking decided it. Okay. I if, you listen, if you listen Luke to two Skywalker. episodes ago... If you listen to two episodes ago, now that Brian's back, uh, Xenomorph Jim Crow laws are back in full effect. <laughs> yes. Xenomorphs Separate have but to hide equal. The they bag. can have their little space over there and their other water fountain, but they just can't get near Brian and his water fountain. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Okay. And now it's time for some listener feedback. Listener feedback. Yeah. Give me your feedback, Sarah Ashley. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, I feel like we've had a lot of feedback lately. We have. We have. Uh, why don't you read the one from Mark, the one about uh, Team Zimmer? Okay. I can absolutely read that one. Ahoy, nerds. I am a part of Team Zimmer. Um, yeah, this is from Mark, by the way. Um, I have grown to be a bigger fan of his work that spreads a wide range like your mother. Um, I like the idea brought up how Williams tells me, <laughs> tells more stories in his themes, but I feel the similarity of motifs uh, by him drain the joy out of hearing them for me. Oh, wow. Uh, of all the good tracks you brought up, there are others that truly, that are truly my favorite work Zimmer did. The soundtrack to the Nick Cage film, The Weatherman is so soothing and fluid. It is just a work of good electronic kind of lonely beats. It's also Nick Cage at his finest for me. He, ooh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he works seriously well in roles where he is supposed to be awkward. Also, mm. as a kid, I loved the theme song to the Critic TV show, which I later found out Zimmer did uh, to have a Rhapsody in Blue atmosphere, which is actually very interesting. I did not know that he did the, the Critic intro, which was actually, I love that TV show too. Yeah. Uh, and he just goes on to say that he really respects Zimmer. Um, and he says, this may be some bitter lingering from a music theory teacher I had, but how Zimmer does it so well over how John Williams didn't give enough proper credit to classical pieces that influenced Star Wars themes, um, like Gustav Holst's The, the Planets. Just a yep. thought that lingers. Yeah, um, I agree. The Holst and The Planets in Star Wars, there's a lot of yeah. similarities there. Yeah. Um, and as far as the Matrix goes for the Matrix goes for sci-fi films, I think the first will stand up easily in the top five all-time sci-fi films for years to come. Oh yeah, I said that shit. <laughs> yep, 
It seems greater sci-fi movies are better off bringing up various ideas and philosophical questions, but not trying to wrap them up with answers. Oh, thank you. Even though I actually love the architect scene, I think Sarah's right that the sequels are too bluntly giving answers to the ideas uh, the series ends. I do love some of the other single sci-fi standout titles of that era, like Dark City or the anime film Ghost in the Shell, for these reasons. Oh, nice. I love that. So, and then the rest of that's for uh, Nerds on History, so we'll have to save that for later. Yes, indeed. All right, we have one from Tony. The subject was Sweeney Todd recasting. That was from a few episodes ago. Tony says, hey, nerds, what's happening? I just finished listening to the Sweeney Todd NOF, and I had some really interesting choices for a recasting. For Sweeney Todd, how about Antonio Banderas? It was Dave or Brian's comment that about Robert Rodriguez directing that made actually um, Tony. That was me that said that shit about Robert Rodriguez directing it. Yeah. Yeah. Comment about Robert Rodriguez directing that made me think about that. He's an amazing voice, very soulful, and with a hint of comedy when called for. For Ms. Lovett, how about Jada Pinkett Smith? Since I didn't want to reuse what? Sarah's, uh, since she did. Well, they want Tony wanted to say uh, Kristen Chinoweth, but Sarah already stole it. Yep. So I've heard her sing, and I think she could pull it off. That talking once again about uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. Well, <laughs> Mike disagrees. No. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I'm a classics kind of guy. Yeah. I, I, you no. like Angela Lansbury Wait, too? This, is, this gets crazier. Freaking nailed it. I this know. Tony so person. Awesome. I. This Tony person. I don't want to sound bad. Like I don't want to offend you, but you're crazy. Because <laughs> what I'm about to read. Okay. For Judge Turpin, here's my here's my craziest suggestion. We're Steve being Martin. Right now. Steve Martin. He were yeah. being, no, we're being trolled. I thought right he now. did really well in Little Shop of Horrors. He's the right age and he can definitely pull off the creepy. Finally, I couldn't think of another Pirelli for Beetle. Uh, for Beetle, how about NPH? Okay. Okay, I'm just gonna say this. I love Steve Martin as an actor, absolutely. But the reason why Little Shop of Horrors worked. For him as the creepy dentist is because it was a joke. Yeah. Not like him actually trying to be seriously creepy. I don't think he can pull off seriously creepy. And I love yeah. Steve Martin. I just, I I have to wholly disagree with that one. So, yeah. sorry. 100%. Sorry, bud. Well, for the NPH for uh, Beetle, uh, he says, that dude should be uh, should have a part in absolutely everything on stage or film until the end of time. Thanks for the constant entertainment and laughter, nerds. Can't wait until the next episode. Tony H. from Clearwater, Florida. Okay. That is awesome. Brian, you got one? Brian was not here for any of that. Liar. Brian had to go out and pee. Liar! But liar! <laughs> liar! Get back, witch! I'm not a witch, I'm your wife! I should never do this. God damn it. Every time I do this shit, I gotta not pull your fucking strings anymore. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Sorry, little fucking monkeys with your fucking symbols. <laughs> Wow. Anyway. I just got a family with the <laughs> opera in, uh, image in my head. Of course I would. So um, the next feedback comes from a person who chooses to be called Lang LSD. Okay. Subject says work. A uh, little bit of constructive feedback for the podcast. He says, I love the Nerds on Film podcast with one exception. I can't listen to it at work because of the harsh language. I'm going to paraphrase Tony Dungy. There are 10,000 words in the English language. You can't find a better one oh, to describe how you feel. Sake. You may want to look into that to make sure I'm right. Other than that, I love the podcast. Thanks. His actual name is Scott. Okay. So. Scott, Twat. thank you. <laughs> Appreciate your feedback. I, I do agree. There are a lot of words in the English language, but there is nothing better than a well-timed fuck. It's true. Giggity. Yep. Mm -hmm. And we also believe in this podcast that censorship is 
is um, evil. You guys have been censoring me on this last one, so I don't know. Did we censor you? Yeah, you gave me Akbar's. Akbar doesn't mean it's going to get cut. Yeah, it, just, it just means like, whoa. It's our right you're... to be offended by something as much as it's your right to express that opinion. Exactly. Oh, so yeah. I can get back to my hate speech. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. Um, anyway, so Athena wrote in as I'd well. I'd like to read from Mein Kampf. Right? <laughs> oh, Jesus. But it's Mein Kampf, not his yeah. Kampf, okay? <laughs> Athena has given us some really awesome feedback since our last recording. Um, she's posted some pictures to Facebook. Um, and shared a lot of really great stuff with us. She gave us a really awesome email that I'd love to read the whole thing, but it's a lot. That's the one where she was all over the place. She's a little all over the place. But she did definitely um, enjoy Sean, or, oh, when Brian did the joke about uh, Sweeney Todd, or about Les Mis in the Sweeney Todd episode about how bad Russell Crowe's singing was. And then Sean made the joke, Brian, at first I was worried about you offending the deaf people that would be listening to the podcast. Then I realized, eh, we'll be all right. Um, And she told us a story about where she was at a store looking for reading glasses and um, all the glass, all the reading glasses were at a much higher magnification than she wanted. And then she said, dang, is everyone just blind around here? And then she turned around to see a blind woman staring past her. (laughs) and she just walked away and she's like she couldn't see me to run after me Um, yeah but you know you gotta do cartwheels because it throws off their uh, like daredevil ability to hear where your feet are going jesus sean um she also said in the same episode sarah said don't yuck someone else's yum this just cracked me up more than it probably should um and uh she just it was talking about how she drives from Fresno to San Jose and how she really enjoys us talking about uh, San Jose, how she loves the bickering and she enjoys the dynamic when show is <laughs> when Dave is on the show and the dynamic that we have together. And she she called us celebrities. Yes, she loves Roxy, uh, did not like Kevin. <laughs> she loves <laughs> she loves when I start singing and nerdy she loves the nerdy love for Disney and all all this awesome stuff. We basically got a giant fucking love fest from Athena and it was awesome. So thank you Athena. You're probably one of our bigger fans and we adore you to death. So yeah, she's like she's up there with like Brett and yeah. Steve Rosenberg mm-hmm. and I'd say that she's past Brett. Now Brett, you need to bring the heat. Yeah, what the fuck, Brett? Where you been? Brett, book a fucking fucking plane ticket out to california already yeah how about that yeah jesus anyway soda i got some feedback (laughs) okay i'm really proud that you guys actually put this together i've known you guys before you started doing the podcast and uh it's really cool that you guys have a lot of knowledge it's actually pretty intimidating how much knowledge you guys have floating around in them brains and uh, also to see my baby sister come in and have so much fun and uh drive to do this it's um it's pretty amazing. So Aww. keep it going, guys. Thanks, this is uh, this is cool stuff. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. I need more fucks, though. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuck. I'm running out of fucks to give. Yeah. <laughs> you have to find some. Brian Moriarty, the human meme. <laughs> <laughs> he just... Well, human he, YouTube meets human meme. We come together. This is what we happens are now on the internet. when an <laughs> unstoppable force He's running out of fucks to give, object. and he just can't even... <laughs> I think we're bound to do this forever. And you She'll missed it. it so forever. And you missed it, but earlier I'm pretty sure he facepalmed. <laughs> face I did facepalm at some yes. point. I did. 
All right. So if you guys want to talk to us, you can hit us up on Twitter at Nerdonomy. You can go to Facebook.com slash Nerdonomy. You can go to Nerdonomy.com and click the Talk to Us button. You can also donate some money while you're there if you want to keep us going. Or you can buy some awesome freaking merchandise in the form of a t-shirt. You can go to AudibleTrial.com slash Nerdonomy if you want to try uh, audio books and give us a cut from that or you can really dive deep and go into our backlog and click on some amazon links if you want to buy some shit there but frankly the best way to support us is to get your friends to listen so spread the word of nerd send us a fucking instagram picture now and again too (laughs) oh yeah yeah, we're on instagram as well yes yeah what's it gonna take to get a fucking you know wrenching every now and again (laughs) fuck 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 (laughs) Uh, (laughs) there's your fucks mike there you go my fuck meter is full (laughs) uh but really episode title (laughs) <laughs> but really, tell your friends about us. We all have a good time here, and we think that you will, too, along with your buddies. So, uh, and, you know, hey, pimp us out on iTunes, too. Yeah. Write a review there. I want to add on, first off, as a thank you to that, thank you, Mike, for being here and for being part of this. Thank you for being my big brother. You're kind of awesome. It's Yeah, absolutely. And, and I really mean that. Aww. And I'm, I'm grateful that I get a chance to... <laughs> I'm, I'm grateful that we get a chance to do this every couple of weeks, month now, yeah. uh, with my older brother and with Sarah and everything. The reason and why we Roxy. wanted to do this podcast, I'm sorry. And with Roxy. And Roxy as well, yes, of course. That goes without saying, and she's not here. Dave. Yeah, when, so out of when sign, am I going to do this with Roxy? And with Eric, of course. I just want to creep her out a little. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> it's hard to do. I tried when I was there. It didn't work. <laughs> when we started doing this a couple of years ago, we did it because we loved having good conversations. And we just had a little bit of an ego and said, maybe people will want to listen to it. And surely, I think a few people have done that so um i think speaking to what sarah was saying before too that's why we want to spread the nerd the word of nerd out is because i think we find that once they get through an episode they'll they realize oh yeah this is totally worth it so we're just some cool cats hanging out having fun just some cool cats and this is the first time we've drinking too in a long time when we've recorded You drinking? You done drunk to drink? We done drunk, drunk to drink. At least since the Oscars. We had beer and the wine. Um, <laughs> oh my god, the glug episode though. Oh, the glug. Oh, that's right. The glug episode oh, that's was right. blame the glug. The homemade that glug. was the one where oh we got god. pretty hammered. <laughs> I made homemade glug and it was uh, amazing and it was fucking strong. Honestly, how do you guys do this without drinking? I could not do this I without dr- being like I a usually little have drunk. A Practice. Honest, I feel like I get I get a little bit more. I mean, this episode notwithstanding, but I, I feel like I get a little more dialogue out if I was buzzed. We're we naturally chatty. Yeah, we don't need alcohol. It helps for humor, but um, I'm prettier with alcohol. It goes without saying, Mike, <laughs> that you are welcome back anytime. Oh, thanks. And we would love to have you back on for another nerd themed episode. I just tried cocaine, so maybe we'll try an episode. Where I'm just. <laughs> Yeah, the cocaine movies. Yeah. Scarface. Blow and Scarface. Blow. I love Blow. And I, I can talk it. about and Blow Mulan. all day. Mulan. George Mulan. Mulan is my hero. I think Brian's like, and Mulan. Wait, Mulan? You know, I just... I just wanted to see if he was paying attention or just doing that, like, you know. And then, yes, Mulan. Yes, and there you have it. He was um, just saying shit. <laughs> anyway. You just got me thinking, let's get down to business. To defeat, defeat the Huns. Okay. <laughs> sorry. Can see right through me. Sorry. Sorry. I love that song. Ugh. Sorry, sorry, it's Sean. It's all fine. Then I start Ugh. singing, and Sean's just like, oh, God, we know, we get it. You do musical theater. Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> We can't help it, Sean. We love to sing. It is that time, nerds. So until we meet again, stay nerdy and tune into our next exciting episode. Same nerd time, same nerd channel. 
Nerdonomy.com. Bye. See ya. Don't judge me. I'll touch the fuck out of you. And roll credits. movie quotes you should not say during sex. Get in there, you big furry elf. I don't care what you smell. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! (laughs) (laughs) That was beautiful! Magnificent!